Hi, welcome to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. In this podcast, we'll be discussing self-care routines, mindset practices, and mindfulness habits. We'll combat the stigma around mental health in order to create a safe and open community for people to connect and not feel alone. Focus on your mindset rather than your situation. It's a game changer. Grow your mindset and look how far you'll go. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. Happy Mindful Monday. I hope you guys are having a wonderful start to your week. I know I am because this is my spring break. Yes, I have a nice week off, and I'm going to be doing a lot of self-care routines. Trust me. So, I want to start the episode just like I always do. Again, just thanking everyone who has been sharing their love and support with this podcast. It has warmed my heart so much. And it's actually made my day like some days where it's just a really, you know, tough day at work. And I get a DM from someone saying, you know, your podcast is really amazing. You need to keep on doing it. Like it means so much to me. And I really appreciate it. And it just, again, it brightens my day when you guys let me know what you like about the podcast and how it's impacted you. So again, keep doing that. DM me whenever you like an episode. Let me know what you liked about it. Let me know what topics you want me to talk about. Keep tagging me in your favorite episodes and things like that. I love it so much and I love to see it. And again, if you really do enjoy this podcast, make sure to follow me on Spotify and make sure to subscribe. words are hard. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Please make sure you leave a review. I really want to know what you guys think. I'm also on Podchaser as well to leave a review if you'd like. So again, if you don't already know, um, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it is at the Growth Mindset Gal. My TikTok is at Growth Mindset Gal. And my Twitter is at Mindset Gal. So today's episode is going to be a little bit on the shorter side because I am going to Boston this um, weekend, a little extended weekend with my sister. She's also a teacher. So we're doing a little sister vacay on our spring break. And the next episode is going going to be um, a podcast interview with my sister, my older sister, Erica. She's five years older than me. And we're going to do a session called Sister Self-Care Tips. So that's going to be next Monday. So mark that in your calendars, everybody. All right. So speaking of, it's going to be a spring break for me and I'm going to be doing a lot of self-care routines. You already know some of the products I'm going to be using this week, guys. I am definitely going to be using my Hello Body Coco Glam Body Scrub, (laughs) okay? Because I'm going to be taking some very long 20-minute showers, singing in there, pretending I'm at a concert, singing my heart out. And while I am doing that, I'll be using the wonderful Coco Glam Body Scrub from Hello Body. I have a 30% off referral code in my show notes. And this body scrub, again, like I always say, just makes my skin feel so nice and so soft and has a wonderful smell. It kind of sends you to a place. You know when a scent like reminds you of a memory? Like that I go to a tropical vacation. I go back to when I was in the Bahamas in the before time, you know, before 
the pandemic, I always call it the before time. And of course, like I've been saying, it's great for in-between pedicures people. Soft, supple feet. It's a great vibe. And then, super excited, the other self-care products I'm going to be using are my Arbonne products. So I don't know if this has any correlation, but I do use the Energy Fizzy Sticks from Arbonne. I, I have the citrus flavor, and I had two of them today, so I feel like it's having an effect on me. Um, I had one with the gut health fizzy sticks as well. The gut health one is to help um, your gut health for energy and regulation. And when your gut feels good, your whole body feels good because it really feeds off the energy. And so what I did, because I was getting that midday slump in my work day with teaching during my lunch period, I put a fizzy stick, an energy fizzy stick and a gut health fizzy stick in my water to kind of give me a nice pick me up. And it definitely, I've noticed a difference because I teach three periods in a row after my lunch and it's helped me so much to stay focused while I'm teaching and not feel as fatigued and bring the energy into the lesson after teaching three in a row. And I've been using the energy fizzy sticks as a pre-workout um, or even just in my water bottle as I work out. So I did that today. I had one during lunch and then I had one for my workout <laughs> and I feel like I'm cl on cloud nine right now. I am... <laughs> super de duper hyper. I don't know if I'm just in a good mood because it's Friday and now it's spring break. And also I had two fizzy sticks. It could be a combination of both. But let me tell you, I've noticed a huge difference. I've only been using the fizzy sticks for about a week now. And I've definitely noticed a difference, especially at work when I get that midday slump. So for all my teacher listeners out there, if you want some of these energy fizzy sticks, let me know. I got some discounts for you. It's an amazing product. I also used um, the hair mask um, a couple of days ago when I washed my hair and my hair has been so much shinier and with more silk and it's a lot softer and it stays softer for longer um, and I notice not as much breakage when I'm using my heat tools such as my curling iron and my blow dryer so definitely if you want to get on the Arbon train you will not regret it they are wonderful animal cruelty vegan uh, all natural ingredients just like with hello body both of these products are amazing and so definitely if you're into getting the energy sticks gut health let a girl know i got you i can hook you up with those discounts and those are the self-care products i'm definitely going to be using over spring break Okay, so let's move on to our first segment. You all already know I'm going to be doing a quote from my Doing Well Daily journal. Again, can't explain to you how much this journal has helped me with my organization and basically motivation too for my task for the day. Show notes have the links for the Instagram for Doing Well Daily and the website. So today's quote brought to you by Doing Well Daily is, you don't have to be extreme, just consistent which wow i literally love that quote you don't have to be extreme just consistent and i've really also have mentioned this to my students too is you don't have to be wonderful all the time you just got to show up you know you just need to be consistent consistency is key consistency is how you build habits for a better life for yourself and I could not agree with that more, especially when you're creating a new healthy habit you want to add to your daily routine. You have to be consistent with it because if you're not consistent with it, it's not going to stick. 
because I can't even say from experience, I was really into doing well daily, like in January and I was writing every single day. I was really on top of it and I loved it. And then as February started to flow in, it was like, you know, maybe three times a week, every other day, like that sort of deal. And then in March, it's just been so busy. I really have fell off the wagon. And so now it's the end of March. So over spring break, I really want to make a ha- bring back the habit and bring back the consistency of using my doing well daily journal because it, it helped me with my organization and my motivation for the day. And I'm not a scattered brain because I work. I just feel like I'm all over the place some days. So I totally agree. Consistency is key. Consistency is key when you're using and you want to influence on social media. Consistency is key because people are always going to be looking for your content. So be consistent. Let people know that your vlogs are always going to be on Mondays and Wednesdays. For example, my podcast is always on Mondays. And I really thought about it this week because I was like, um, I don't know if I have time to do the podcast and then, you know, I'm going to be in Boston on Monday, like all weekend. So I can't really do it over the weekend to get it out by Monday. But I was like, no, no, no. You have your podcast on Mondays. People look forward to listening to your podcast on Mondays. Record Friday night because that's when I usually do. I either record Friday night or Saturday morning. And I was like, you know, be consistent. You always do your podcast, have it ready on a Monday. So have it ready. Let's go. Let's do this thing. And people also appreciate consistency. Um, At work, in relationships, people really appreciate consistency. That you don't have to be amazing every single day, but you show up. You show up for people. You show up for work. That makes you reliable. That makes you, you know, kind of a safe space for people because you're always going to be there because you're consistent. People don't like flaky All right, let's be honest. We don't like flaky people that always cancel on plans last minute. You know, it happens, you know, once in a while because life happens. It's understandable. But if someone, you know, always cancels last minute no matter what and is flaky on things, like think about it. Do you really want to hang out with that friend? Right? Think about that. So consistency. Just show up. I know some days are going to be really, really hard. and You really don't want to go to work or you really don't want to go to a social event or whatever it is. But just show up. Because when you show up, you basically meet that commitment to yourself that you made, and maybe you meet the commitment that you made for others, and it's going to help you in the long run, no matter if it's a work habit, if it's a self-routine habit, whatever you're trying to do, be consistent. All right, so we're moving on to segment number two, and this episode is all about tips to keep moving forward when feeling stagnant. And I don't know about you guys, but the transition from winter to spring always gets me because the weather is everywhere. It's like you wear a sweater in the morning and then it's a tank top in the afternoon and weather's different every day. It can snow tomorrow and then it could be 60 degrees the next day. It's a whole lot. Your mood is shifting everywhere because the seasons are changing. So I wanted to make a really quick um, episode for you guys to just give you some tips about how to keep moving forward and staying motivated when you feel stagnant or when life feels stagnant. So I want to quickly read to you guys one of my blogs on medium.com. You can find my blogs um, in my bio with my link tree. The medium blog link is right there. So here we go. So five tips to keep moving forward when life is stagnant. 
I don't know about you guys, but man, my motivation has plummeted. I, like all of you during the first week of 2021, had my manifestations written down in my new planner. I was ready to take on the new year with concrete intentions. Now we're in week two of 2021 and I am stuck. I have no motivation to strive for a goal. The knowledge was 2021 is not being too different from 2020 was in my brain, but a girl can dream. This past week, which is not even over yet, has been a struggle. I am still remotely teaching from home and I am talking to myself for 40 minutes. The middle schoolers have not been too chatty and I can't blame them. I personally don't want to converse on a computer all day, but I do because it's my job and I have to pay the bills. In all realness though, I also do it because I want to be there for my students. I'm unfortunately losing my gas in my inspiration tank. I have 20 miles left with no gas station in sight. I'm a true Gemini that needs constant stimulation to feel alive, and that has been hard to find. Alas, I'm a problem solver at heart, and I want to be motivated again. I want to wake up with some excitement and purpose to achieve my goals. If you've been feeling the same vibe, trust me, you're not alone. Humans are not meant to stare at a computer screen all day and be stagnant. Our beings are meant to be creative and interactive. That's what enacts our motivation, human connection. Now in these times, human interaction is scarce. So here are some things I have been doing to spark goal setting while working from home. Tip number one, set your scent. Create a motivating environment to complete your tasks. To set up my day, I first light a candle. The scents of candles that I enjoy are lavender and gardenia. Both smells provide a spa-like peacefulness. I purchased my candles from Marshalls and Target for about 10 bucks. I buy in bulk because those bad boys are burning all day. Tip number two, set your scene. An organized space can lead to a clear mind. Making your bed is completing a task to set off your productivity. Try to work near windows or outside if you can to embrace the sunlight. Tip number three, set your soundtrack. Our bodies react to auditory and visual stimulants. Play your favorite playlist or podcast to get your focus and gear. I am currently listening to Lo-Fi Chill Playlist on Spotify, and it's sending me vibes. Lo-Fi is a slow hip-hop beat, and it gives off calming background noise for anyone who wants to complete work or to study. I listen to multiple podcasts throughout my day as well. My current favorite is Thick and Thin by Katie Bellotti. Highly suggest. The theme of her podcast is talking about going through life and relatable events and giving her own advice. Highly, again, highly recommend Thick and Thin by Katie Bellotti. Set your style. In the morning, I shower to wake myself up and I get dressed. The vibe of my work from home is like this kind of cozy chic, if you will. Comfy loungewear or athleisure. I miss getting ready for work, but those options will do. I love wearing comfy slippers to make me feel like I'm a bougie CEO working from home. Do not work in your pajamas. Your brain associates um, that wardrobe with relaxation, not motivation. Your brain will not want to complete any tasks if it thinks you're going to bed soon, right? So if you're working from home, change your outfit. You don't have to, you know, wear work clothes, but at least change from your PJs to a nice, comfy kind of athleisure vibe. 
Tip number five, set your status. I'm a huge advocate for planners, as you guys know. I have a great planner from Hey, Doing Well Daily. Each morning, I create a list of the tasks I need to do to complete for the day. I know planners aren't for everyone, so you can use a regular notebook as well. Make a list and order a priority that you must complete today for work, school, or family. I plan for about 10 to 15 minutes. I also write down three things I'm grateful for and a quote to inspire me for the day. I write about the little things I'm grateful for to encourage appreciation of my life and where it's at. Today I wrote, I am grateful for quiet mornings, hot coffee, and the sunrise. The quote that inspired me today was, today I will focus on what I can do. Set up your intentions to tackle the day. Make a plan and stick to it. Holding yourself accountable can be a major motivation for some people. Another way to set the status of your brain is to read for 10 minutes. I personally enjoy self-development books to encourage me to get going. The book that I'm currently reading, which is a fantastic book, is I Didn't See That Coming by Rachel Hollis. Now again, these five habits have helped me increase my motivation when life seems dull. They may not work for everyone, or maybe one just works for you. However, if one speaks to you, try it. See where it takes you and how your mentality and focus react to it. Now, I still have days where I just want to lay in bed and watch Netflix. Believe me. But these small rituals I've implemented into my daily routine have made a huge impact. As Katie Bilotti said, we are not the writers of our lives, but the editors. And what she means is we can't always control what life throws at us, but we can choose how we react to life events. Every day is a choice to keep moving forward and try to get through these trying times. I believe in you, though. So grow your mindset and see how far you'll go. Do what you can with all you have, wherever you are. Theodore Roosevelt. All right, guys. So let's move on to segment number three. I hope you guys enjoyed that blog. Again, it's on medium.com and the link is in my bio on Instagram. So again, this episode is simply just talking about different things that can help us keep moving forward and stay motivated in life when it feels stagnant. So here's the deal. This was the last week before spring break and oh my lanta, the motivation was non-existent. <laughs> I was like planning over the weekend and I was like, I just, it's only one more week until spring break. Can't we just watch movies the whole time? You know, I'm sure the kids would enjoy it. <laughs> but What's been really helping me when I've been feeling really just not motivated and not inspired for basically anything because it's been rainy and then it's been like really cold, but then it's been extremely hot. So like my body has also just not been ready for all the mood changes in the seasonal changes. But what I've been doing that's been helping me definitely is to move my body. That's like been a huge thing. And I kind of talked about that on my Instagram when I was um, on winter break in February, because that's like the dead of winter. Um, so literally nothing is going on. And I felt so stagnant because last February break, bef the before time, I was in the Bahamas with my friends and then my sister got married. So that like week of, of winter break was amazing. And then literally a year later, how much of a change? I barely left my house and I was watching Cobra Kai, watched all three seasons, 
And I, I watched the first season of Firefly Lane. Like I was just cruising and binge watching through Netflix, which again is like totally fine because I'm on break and I should relax. I totally understand that. But I was sitting there like, wow, like I'm not doing anything. Like I felt just so stagnant and just so like stuck and unmotivated to like do anything. So what I did was I moved my body. I went to the gym after binge watching two seasons of Cobra Kai at that point. And I was like, you know, I want to create some ideas for the podcast and I want to create ideas for Instagram and my blogs. But I just like, I had the time because I was off, but like I had no motivation to do any of it. So I was like, you know what, let's get up. Let's get into our gym clothes and let's go to the gym. So I went to the gym and I got on the stepper like I always do. And I was listening to the Purpose Project podcast and which I highly recommend that podcast as well with Emily Gigliotti. And, you know, just going on the stepper and just listening to a really good inspirational podcast and to motivate me, put me in a better mood like instantly, like moving your body and listening to like good music or a good podcast is can like send you places that you you didn't even think you can go. And then I did my um, workout on FitOn, which again is a, an amazing free app that I use for meditations and workouts. And I'll put that in the show notes. I keep forgetting. <laughs> so I'll put that in the show notes, the FitOn um, Instagram and app. And after that workout and I was stretching, I literally thought I can like take the world. I was like, you know what? I have all these creative juices flowing. I was like, I have some ideas I need to write down as soon as I get home for lesson plans and you know, podcast episodes and, you know, to rearrange my room, like all these things that came into flourish in my mind because I moved my body. When your body is stagnant, your mind is going to be stagnant. They are so heavily connected. And I think um, the more intense side of the relationship between the mind and the body, I think the body, if it's stagnant, is going to affect the mind more and create the mind to be stagnant. Where if your mind is like motivated to do a bunch of things, but then your body like just wants to chill you're going to chill. But when your body's moving, your mind immediately follows. Like that's kind of the relationship with it that I've experienced. So when I've been feeling like I don't want to do anything and like, I don't see any bright side, like no light at the end of the tunnel. I'm like, okay, I need to do some sort of physical activity. So what I've been doing is either going to the gym or I have been, um, riding my bike around my neighborhood. If it's nice out, I take like a 20 to 30 minute bike ride around my neighborhood. Also listening to Lori Harder's podcast, Earn Your Happy, highly suggest. And then also too, if like it's raining out or gross out, I can't get to the gym. I like clean my room. Like I get the vacuum out, I get the Clorox wipes and I'm still moving my body, right? Cause I'm cleaning. So I am vacuuming so I'm moving my body and wiping things down. So you don't always have to like necessarily do like a huge like physical exercise to get your body moving. So if you're feeling stagnant and maybe you got some household chores to do, go for it. Clean your room, clean the dishes, right? Vacuum the floors, do something to at least get your body moving. I also feel a whole lot better and more motivated when my space is organized. So make sure that whatever space that you are working in, whether it's a desk in your room or you have a specific office in your house or even your workspace at your actual office or school, wherever you are working, make that space feel good to work in. Because if you're in a very unorganized space, your mind is going to feel very unorganized. And everyone has a different 
um, perspective of organization. But whatever is organized to you and whatever works best for you that you do feel organized, do it. Right. Especially for me, like I said in my blog, like when I was working from home, because that blog was published, you know, a little bit in the past, a couple months ago in January, um, I would light my candle right away. I would light my candle so I have a nice gardenia or lavender scent going. And now since I'm working, you know, in the building of my school again, when I'm grading at home or I'm doing a podcast or I'm lesson planning, that candle is still being lit. I'm also listening to either lo-fi music or a great podcast on my Amazon Alexa. Like I set the vibe and I set the scene for being productive. So I make sure my desk in my bedroom is nice and organized, ready to go. And then I light my candle. I always make sure my bed is made as well. And then I play some really good jams on my Amazon Alexa. Make make the area that you're supposed to be productive in be ready for production. Because if your space is just doesn't connect or the environment doesn't connect with what you want to do with your mindset, nothing's going to get done. I am also, too, a very environmental motivational person. So I don't really like working out at home because home is for relaxation and chilling. Like if I want to work out, I need to go to the gym, right? I need to go to the environment to do the task. And um, I didn't really like therapy like online because I tried that. So if I wanted to go to therapy, like I want to be in the therapist's office with the therapist, right? Being in the environment of therapy. Uh, that's why I also hated working from home because home, again, is for relaxation and just like your personal life. And then my classroom at work is my work. So I like to make sure I'm a very environmental person. So unfortunately, though, with the pandemic, everything collided into my home. <laughs> I had to work out from home. I had therapy from home and I worked from home. <laughs> so I had to make sure, you know, the spaces that I was least working in were for production. So always make sure, set your scene, make sure your space is ready to go. Have your candle lit, have some really great music going on. I love lo-fi, that low hip hop beat or listening to a great podcast. I also make sure I either have like water or I have like coffee or tea because it's a nice pause. Like when you're working, you take a nice sip of a nice warm tea, like lavender tea. Oh, it's like when it's like piping hot too, and you just take a nice sip of that tea. It's like, it just calms you for a little bit. And um, also what's recently what I've been doing is as I'm working, I have my energy fizzy stick in my water bottle. So as I'm cranking out some lesson plans and stuff like that, or making materials, I got that fizzy stick in my water bottle, right? So I'm, you know, making sure I'm hydrated, making sure I'm energized. If I'm working early in the morning, like sometimes when I podcast on Saturday morning, I got that piping hot coffee ready to go. I recently also got um, Fruity Pebbles creamer for my coffee. Oh my God. Highly recommend. Okay. So again, you're setting up the scene. Okay. You got your tea, you got your coffee, you got your water, your desk area is ready to go. You got the candle, you got the music going, right? And then once you set it up, now you got to plan, 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 plan how you're going to get that work done. How are you going to get it done? So sit down with your planner, or your notebook. So before you even start the productivity, before you even start the task, so you set up your space, the next step is to plan your tasks by a priority. What needs to get finished first? I try and do 
the most quote unquote hardest or difficult task first. Get that out of the way because when you first start being productive, it's kind of when you're the most like inspired and motivated to do the task. So do either the, the one that's going to take the longest or the one that's the most difficult, bang it out. First thing, priority list. So in your planner, okay, you are going to write down the hardest task first. And you're also going to time block, which I talked about in a previous episode. My um, boyfriend actually started doing that. He called me the other day and he goes, you know what, Allie? I bought a planner. And I was like, oh, did you? That's great. He's like, yep. At night, the night before, I'm going to time block. I'm going to plan what I'm going to be doing because he does a lot of working from home. He's like, I'm going to plan on what I'm going to do. And then I'm also going to time block. And I was like, yes, get it. Because that's what helps me stay on task. Because if you don't write down what you plan to do, and then you also don't time block it, the amount of times you can get distracted by your phone or by, you know, um, just family members in your house or your roommates and stuff like that, like priority plan. So as you're planning the tasks that you need to do, plan the time that you want to do them. That's also super important. So if you're planning, if you want to study for an upcoming test, right? You say, okay, I'm going to study from 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. I'm going to study for two hours. That's your study time. And that's the time you've allotted for studying. There's no more studying after 12 and 2, okay? Because that's what you allotted. And as you're planning your time blocks, also plan the break so then your body doesn't feel overwhelmed, right? So again, I talked about that in episode seven with time blocking and productivity. So go um, listen to that episode if you're into that learning how to time block and stuff. So again, when you're feeling stagnant, okay, you set your scene, ready to go, and then you plan, okay? You move your body. And then you make sure, again, what you're listening to is helping you. So it's motivating you. It's good, like good vibes music or a really good um, podcast because your brain and your mind is so affected by your environment. It's like insane. It's totally, completely insane. And life lately, you know, has felt very stagnant because there's just so many things going on, but at the same time, not a lot of things going on. It's a very weird feeling. And to kind of spice up and, you know, feel appreciative for the maybe the dull time in life, writing three small things that you're grateful for for the week, and I do it on a weekly basis, so that can also help you, is can really like, if you think you had like an okay week, but then like you write down three things, like three small wins that you were grateful for that week, you can really be like, wow, this week actually, you know, was pretty good. And you can appreciate the small things in life. And I actually did that um, with my students today. It was the day before break. So we had a social emotional lesson and we were talking about mindfulness practices. And so we listened to a podcast about deep breathing. And also too, when life feels stagnant, doing a 10 minute meditation to kind of release anxiety or to motivate, to encourage, or to feel at peace or feel productive is definitely something you can do. And those meditations can be found on the Fit On app, by the way. And then after we listened to a meditation about deep breathing, I had them do the gratitude attitude, right? Three small things that you're grateful for for this week, right? And my examples were um, Starbucks had my favorite coffee in stock all week. 
um, the sunshine yesterday on Thursday in New York, it was really sunny and then like 65 degrees and I went on a bike ride and it was just amazing. It was such a great feeling. And then um, another thing I said that I was grateful for is reading on the train. That's when I do a lot of my reading and it helps me de-stress after work is just to get lost in a really good book. And so again, those are three things that I'm grateful for. So I found something in my, you know, not so great commute on the train. I found some gratitude. Hey, at least I can read. Okay. Getting up early. At least Starbucks had my favorite coffee in stock. You know, it's been, it was a long week getting to spring break, but at least Thursday had beautiful weather and I took full advantage of it. So just breaking down things that you are grateful for weekly can make your life feel a little bit better when it does feel stagnant and just appreciating the small things in your life. Because I know right now life can be kind of boring because the world is kind of opening up, but it still has restrictions and things like that. And it was winter, so that just restricts things in general. But now it's you know getting a little bit warmer on the East Coast here in New York and just shifting your perspective can help you get out of that feeling of stagnant and wow, I have, wow, I have nothing going on. But don't you? If you have nothing going on, don't you have time to do a little bit of self-care? Don't you have time to reflect on your life? Don't you have time to plan some goals that you want to achieve? So essentially, is there really nothing to do? When you're feeling stagnant, do your gratitude attitude, manifest some goals that you want to achieve maybe in the month or the week, or the next day, okay? We all have the same 24 hours, and if you're feeling really stagnant in those 24 hours, shift your perspective. Be like, wow, I have all this time. How can I take advantage of this time? How can I use this time for my advantage? Because, you know, when things are hectic, you're always like, oh, I wish I had so much more time. Well, when life is stagnant, there's not a lot going on. You have that time to finally do the things that you wanted to focus on. And if you want to binge watch a show that you haven't watched in a while on Netflix, like literally go for it. There's nothing wrong with that either. So I think what's really important is when you're feeling bleh and unmotivated and life seems to be going nowhere, move your body. That's going to make you move your mind. Set your scenes, set your productivity area, and then prioritize and plan your tasks. Find small things that you're grateful for um, in your week to kind of lighten up your mood, right? Listen to really good music. Have a fun dance party with your friends and family. Have a dance party, honestly, on Zoom. Or even if you want to, have a movie night, you know, with your friends and family, or have a Zoom movie night. That's like a new thing. Or a Zoom cocktail night. Zoom happy hour is like the huge thing. <laughs> right? If life is stagnant, you always have the choice to not make it stagnant anymore and keep it moving. Keep moving forward. Because I think we also have this idea that life is supposed to be always exciting. But it's okay if life's a little boring right now. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with where you are in life if life's a little boring, okay? And I think we have to learn to get comfortable with that, get comfortable with boring because life is all about ebbs and flows, you know, peaks and valleys. And so sometimes life is gonna be super busy and super exciting, you have all these things going on. And then there's gonna be some points where you just need to sit on your couch and just like chill <laughs> and use the time that you have to reflect and practice some mindfulness routines and get your mind set in the right place. 
So when you're feeling stagnant, just follow those little tips. It's very little, little shifts in your daily routine and it can really help you. And when I've been feeling really down this week and unmotivated, that's exactly what I did. I was playing some good music. I cleaned my room. I prioritize and plan my tasks. And you know what else I did too is I called one of my friends. And so you don't necessarily have to plan something and go somewhere. And sometimes you just FaceTime or call a friend when you're feeling stagnant just to like check in on them and say, hey, what's going on? How's your life? It's amazing how good you can feel after a really good conversation with an amazing friend. So if you're also feeling at that, like call a friend or call a really good family member and just have a great conversation just to check in and see how it's going, you know? Maybe if you can contact, you know, grandma, grandpa, give them a ring, see how they're doing, contact a friend, contact cousins, like anyone you haven't really been able to see in a while, give them a little ring, have a great conversation with them because it could put you in a better mood and also maybe put them in a better mood and they needed that pick me up too. Just simple little things. Because I know that lately life has just been like, what is going on, <laughs> right? It's been, is there a full moon? Like, has it been weird for anyone else? It's kind of been weird for me. And those are just, again, just the small things that I've shifted in my routine just to kind of get those creative juices flowing. And hopefully those little shifts can help you too. And making an impact or a change in your life doesn't have to be this big, huge, you know, change, big, huge habit being brought in. It can be the simplest things of you're feeling low, get the vacuum. <laughs> like it could be simple as that. Or if you're feeling low, take a walk around the block. If you're feeling low, play your favorite songs. Or you know what you can do for also audio is if you're feeling low, like play some nostalgia, like play some childhood jams. You know what I mean? Like you ever just in a, in a run and you're like, let me just listen to some Disney music. You know, let me just jam out some like Lion King. I just can't wait to be King and just blast it. Like bring some nostalgia or like do something you enjoyed as a child when you're feeling stagnant, like draw or creative, write or sing and dance. Just do something to really just change your situation. That's the big thing too. When you're feeling stagnant and you're in a stagnant situation, do anything to change it. So that's pretty much all that I have for feeling stagnant, just little small things, very little small things. And hopefully you can use one of those small things to make your days and weeks right now just seem a little bit better and keep moving forward. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Just a short and sweet and simple episode just to kind of get us out of the rut if we're feeling unmotivated. And I want to do a shout out for this episode. My shout out is um, Gillespie Speaks podcast. She left me such a wonderful um, DM about, you know, listening to my podcast and how much it's helped her. And, you know, she said to keep making these episodes that I'm doing a really good job and it really brightened my week. So here's a shout out for Gillespie Speaks podcast. Thank you so much for brightening up my day. You guys should also check out her podcast as well. It's a great podcast for teens where she literally talks about anything. So, I will leave her information in the show notes as well. And so thank you so much for leaving that DM and it completely brightened my week. That could be another thing I was grateful for, having just a, a wonderful message from somebody, from a supporter. 
So again, I hope you guys have a wonderful, mindful Monday. Next week's episode is going to be Sister Self-Care with me and my sister. That's going to be a rambunctious episode, so be prepared. And if you guys love this episode, please let me know. Tag me in it. Send me a DM. Follow me on Spotify. Leave a review on Podchaser and rate, subscribe, and review on Apple Podcast. And remember, grow your mindset and look how far you'll go. Bye, guys. Enjoy your week, and I'll see you guys next week. Bye.